Hey everyone, this is your host, Zach Stein. Before we dive in to this year's Halloween spooktacular episode, we wanted to make sure that you get out and vote in this Tuesday's election. Visit vote.org to make sure that you are registered or to find out where you need to go. And if you're not sure what's going to be on your ballot, visit ballotpedia.org which will walk you through everything that will show up on your ballot from elections that you will be voting for to any bills, amendments, or proposals that might be on the table. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button, drop us a review, and share us with anybody that you can. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for updates throughout each and every season. One last note, we did have some technical difficulties with Krista's microphone while recording, but we didn't find out until we got into editing. So we did our very best throughout editing to try to boost her levels. Please bear with us. We will address that moving forward. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this year's Halloween Spooktacular. This year can't eat our shit for racist swaps of COVID. Escape with quarantine, so come with us if you want to live. It's time for season two, you know with who the dicks are back. So get your earballs up with Alex Shu and Zach Attack. Chicks flicks with dicks. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's chick flicks with dicks. Oh yeah. Chicks flicks with dicks. You know it's chick flicks with dicks. And sometimes Krista. Hey everyone. Welcome to this episode of Chick Flicks. With dicks. I'm your host, Zach Stein. With me, as always, co-host extraordinaire, Alex Schumacher. Maker. And joining us on the quarantine edition, Miss Krusta Funny. And the lady of the house has decided to grace us with her presence, Mrs. Rachel Stein. Hello. <laughs> Isn't she beautiful? Isn't she lovely? On today's episode, we are actually giving you our annual spooktacular. Oh, shit. Is that why I'm bound? Exactly. (laughs) We actually have a couple of extra guests joining us for the first time are, ooh, Linda. (laughs) 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 And Jane. They are the hosts of Bedknobs and Broomflicks. Ladies, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves? Um, I guess I'll go first. Um, (laughs) Hi, I'm Linda or ooh, Linda. And yeah, I'm on uh, Bedknobs and Broom Flicks and Cage's Kiss, as well as When Girls Were Golden on Too Many Goddamn Mini podcasts. <laughs> Are you Joe yeah. Rogan? Are you Joe Rogan? <laughs> Joseph I wish Rogan? I had his money. <laughs> we wish we had the Spotify deal. <laughs> Just oh, one. God, yeah. Fuck. I am so ready to sell out, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready with the paperwork. <laughs> so, and I'm Jane. I am just on Ben Nows and Broom Flicks. I'm trying to get something else going right now, but later, 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 later. No secret. <laughs> awesome. Can you guys tell us a little bit about Bed Knobs and Broom Flicks? Yeah, uh, we cover witches in stories of all kinds, uh, books, comics. Uh, hopefully sometime soon we're going to be covering games and uh, in movies and shows. And we also cover them in history. And in my favorite episodes, we do little uh, mini-sodes where we cover uh, like uh, stories about witches and history and uh, our favorite familiars. We talk about heroic and just plain awesome animals. Oh, that's awesome. 
Very nice. Well, good. How long have you guys been doing that? It's been a year. Well, our yeah. anniversary is coming up um, based around Halloween. I think it's when we released Bedknobs and Broomsticks. I'm now going to always mispronounce that because of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so our anniversary is coming up. So by the way, Linda, Yay. happy anniversary, baby. Do you remember our anniversary? Uh, July 3rd. You remember July our 4th. anniversary? July 4th. Did we release on Independence Day? Yep, we yeah, did. That was a, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. And July I started 4th. I started my keto diet the oh, day wow. after, yeah. I so. loaded it on July 3rd. It yeah. went live on July 4th. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm more I'm amused that he's now avoided answering his wife's I know. question. Right? He's, like, what? he's like, what? <laughs> October 13th, actually. So we, we, we picked that one. It's a pretty easy date for us to remember. When our dating anniversary is on Halloween. Yeah. So, what were you guys oh, dressed as on your first date? Clark Kent. I was dressed as me. She was dressed as a college Gary. student. Well, so was that. Mm. Oh, that is so cute. cool. She was dressed as a future baby mama. Yeah. 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 <laughs> My uh, husband and I actually we uh, we started dating on November first, so that's the day yeah. we celebrate. Oh. Yeah, that's date the dead. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm planning on getting Jane some uh, lovely like lingerie for our anniversary. <laughs> Digging it. It's you really a gift for me. He's never wearing lingerie. You barely wear pants. I don't understand. You were looking at me when you started that sentence, and I got really concerned for you. You come to my house, you deal with my rules. By the way, anyone else notice Alex's cross trainers? It's pretty sweet. What? Let me try them on. Pants. Your cross trainers. What the fuck's from the movie? What movie are we doing today? Oh, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. There it's just we go. a bunch of Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I love that that it's... is said twice in this film, by the way. They know what they have. <laughs> oh, and I'm 100% okay. I'm on yeah. board. We're going to go ahead and just start running through the plot. We'll take breaks and jump in with information along the way. On October 31st, 1693, near Salem, Massachusetts, Thackeray Binks sees his little <laughs> sister, Emily, spirited away to the cottage of three witches. There, the Sanderson sisters, Winifred, Sarah, and Mary, cast a spell on Emily to absorb her youth and regain their own, killing her in the process. We're going to pause right there for a second. We already have an issue. Oh, yeah. um, You said Salem, Massachusetts? Yes. If you can even pronounce Massachusetts? (laughs) Is that more like South Canada? That's what it looks like. (laughs) Okay, that's, that's my only issue. So... Zachary, first off, my name is Zachary. So when I was a little boy and watched this movie, I was like, oh, cool. I thought the entire time they were saying Zachary Banks. And so did everybody else. <laughs> I, that I, knew. I think we all did. Yeah. Uh, no. Every and- year I forget about it. And then there comes a moment where I remembered Zachary and I get so mad yeah. <laughs> yeah. every year. It ain't True right. Visceral rage. It's like Alec. It, yes. Like, yes. Yeah, your name's wrong. There is a correct way to say that. And you chose not to. <laughs> I made a note about comparing this joke to the Anthony joke in Mean Girls. Oh, in Mean Girls. Yeah. Anthony. This, yeah. Is, this is the basic white bitch version. This, yeah. This is the pumpkin spice latte this version. Is- <laughs> oh, man. And Ooh, it suits the cocoa. season. Ooh. Who doesn't? I have hot cocoa. Some warm apple cider right now. Oh, oh that would be good. Yes, that would be so good. Hey, where there. are you guys located, by the way? Oh, oh, we're in Washington. Washington. Oh, yeah, yes. uh, Lynn Washington. 
Washington, Washington yeah. State, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We live in Washington, <laughs> Illinois. So. Oh. Oh, you guys live in Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that yes. is totally near Twilight. Uh, we are all sparkle <laughs> and it never there's no sun it's always gray and there's always mm-hmm. a light drizzle and um oh and, and we practice a bdsm yeah and <laughs> oh yeah and we all um let's see here we all live next to jeff bezos now because he owns uh-huh. everything um well, did and, you know that jeff um, bezos shaves his head to make himself more aerodynamic to avoid the tax man <laughs> <laughs> believe it <laughs> i swear to god if my amazon package is late because of that comment I'm just like jeff you're fast this shouldn't happen <laughs> his cross trainers <laughs> <laughs> so here's my big issue with that statement that we just read emily dies because they absorb her youth um and Rachel pointed this out, and it's something I've always wondered. That she should be reverse born instead of dying. No, she didn't drink the potion that they made. That's just it. When you're watching the film, it looks like they're about to give it to her, and that's when Thackeray interrupts them. <laughs> and, and pours out the and then the cauldron. Yeah, he dumps over the cauldron. Cauldron? And it, it, Cal- what is it? Cauldron. <laughs> cauldron. What did it's I say? Cauldron. cauldron. It, whatever. I, I mean, it's tomato. <laughs> We know what you're talking about. So the movie could happen. Well, naturally, I'm just saying like... Yeah, that was a plot potion. He actually spilled all the fluid that they had, and they couldn't do the next scene where she was supposed to drink it. (laughs) They couldn't find more water. (laughs) Like, just kill the kid. Kill the kid. (laughs) Can we rewind a scene, though? Go. When uh, Thackeray ran into whatever his friend's name was. Yeah. And he said, go summon the others. Anthony. Sure. <laughs> Why did it take so long for the others to get there? He had chores. You don't understand. Farm chores are really important. You do not interrupt farm chores. Farm chores. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. He, he was working and he could not interrupt his farm chores, even though there was random yeah. purple smoke rising from the forest because that's go. totally normal. That's a sign of a good harvest. You, you, don't, you don't have to stop farming when the purple smoke comes up. Says the man who portions 10 acres out to a local farmer. I'm feeding the world, Stein. They're preparing for their annual lottery and he was part of the sacrifice and then they had to stop As I was going to go wicker man route <laughs> of course you would gotta bring back the bees and the honey man maybe Emily was like a know-it-all yeah yeah. like maybe yeah. she was just a terrible kid mm-hmm. like, we don't want to save her she sucks <laughs> the dad did seem more upset about wondering where Thackeray was than he did about the fact that his daughter was dead. I'll admit that was my biggest issue when he was like, yes. where's my son? It's like, you have a dead daughter in there. What the hell is wrong with you? Okay, so fair warning. I left my notes at home. I have like eight pages of notes on this thing. Thackeray, um, you lived your xylophone lesson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But for that, that matter, like, why the hell doesn't Thackeray say something? Thank you. That was a note that I put was apparently speaking was an acquired skill because otherwise you could have been like ayo pops i'm a cat (laughs) instead of beast beast (laughs) 
I, wow, we're literally like five minutes into the film. I'm just going to point out fucking every character in this movie is killing it. Every single yes. actor is yep. chewing up the scenery, but in a way that I'm like, I'm buying it. I love it. Even Thriller Zombie. <laughs> Thriller Zombie. <laughs> yeah. Doug Jones. I fucking love Doug Jones. And what else has he done? I know he's done other things. Um, He was in Pan's Labyrinth. He was the uh, fawn. Yes. And also um, the, um, is it Saturn? The guy who eats the fairy's heads, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, the guy with the eye yeah. fingers. Yeah, yeah, the, the eye thing. Eye. Yeah. The stuff of nightmares. I love Feltora yeah. so much. Right? So good. <laughs> yeah, he was in Shape of Water, too, as the um Oh, he played the as fish. The creature, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and uh, um, in Hellboy. Uh, God, my name, my- Abe Sapien. Thank you, Abe Sapien. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was probably in Death Stranding, too, then. Just, just Probably just in all of Del Toro's work, some way, shape, or form. God, I wouldn't be surprised. But he's probably he, in, um, he probably is the robot. <laughs> right? <laughs> he was Method in uh, Adaptation with Nicolas Cage, too. Oh. So, I mean, <laughs> he's all over the place and he's amazing. We're gonna have to find yeah, he's one of those characters. in the industry, I think, that people can just rely on for those types of roles. Also, he was the... Um, he was the main silent guy in that Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. The yeah, you oh really God. nailed it down. There. That, the um, yeah, um, never, never seen Buffy before. <laughs> okay. Oh no. <laughs> that was the episode where they couldn't say anything. Nobody could talk. Oh, oh okay. yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. The gentleman, I think. It's listed as like it's ra- regularly rated as one of the top ten Buffy episodes of all time. Well, the musical, yeah. is the, the musical is rated as the yeah, top. Yeah, totally. One, anyway. Yeah, because I cho- I, re- I wrote that list. Fun fact: <laughs> before we started this podcast, our original idea was to do a Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because I've actually never really watched the series. Same. I kind of stopped oh. at seasons two, and then I was like, oh, I'll get to this later, and then I got trapped in other shows. That's when it gets even better. But then you get like. Because Whedon made that, right? Yeah. See, Whedon yeah. is like, he had a lot of plot holes in Buffy that I just couldn't overlook. Yeah. I mean, like, Buffy. huge ones. <laughs> like, why would you carry a child for nine months and love it and bond with it? Just name it fucking Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you don't know. Maybe she was an accident. And maybe her mom had like a really rocking bod and a rocking life going on. And <laughs> fucking yeah. buffy happened <laughs> it was the 90s it was weird you want to call her buff but she turned out to be a girl so we had to say buffy <laughs> when maybe chad oh it's a girl well buffy then whatever <laughs> fuck this kid man <laughs> hey you just quoted my parents <laughs> whatever i hear fuck this kid i just imagine someone drop kicking a baby oh yeah <laughs> Fuck this kid and just launch it but over the, like a football. But the baby looks like an old man. All babies look like old men. <laughs> but like That's specifically, uh, what's his face from Princess Bride? Inconceivable. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're kicking All that. All babies look like him. Yeah, some of them. So, Mean Girls, how'd you like it? <laughs> that was a note that I made. Was every character in here? All the extras. Are just A-game. killing it. It is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The dad, when he's, where is my son? It is just <laughs> so artistic and theatric, and I'm, I'm like, I love it. It's love also it. like a long. It kind of plays alongside, uh, like in performance in Titanic when he seals that kid. And he's like, I have a child. Yes. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's kind of like the same like deal. And I mean, come on, like ice. 
Ice fucking nails it, man. Right? <laughs> Ice, oh, Ice got robbed that okay. year of the Oscars. No, she- <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to them in just a second. The Sanderson sisters kill Emily. They turn Thackeray Banks into a cat. and For reasons. For yeah, which so reasons? He can never die, which is <laughs> awesome. Not only can he not die, he can't die nine times. <laughs> Yeah, even after nine, he's still going. Mm. They're about to be hung, and they do the whole spell. Is it hanged? Hung? Hanged, hanged. yeah. Hanged. It doesn't make any sense, I, but I yeah, it's so. hanged. Be hanged. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It, it it's, not, I, like, it's one of those things where it's like, it, it sounds wrong so as shit. So you can't say, well, hung. Yeah. Oh, you I can. can. Say, well, <laughs> oh, yeah, you can. <laughs> That's because I'm part well, Hungarian. Okay, are you sexy hanged, or are you dead? Hanged is past tense. <laughs> hung is present no hanged is presence is present he's to be hanged at noon this is not a grammar podcast <laughs> this, yeah, is, this is really not a grammar podcast Wait, yeah. do something with your fucking degree not this oh, come on <laughs> yeah well hung i know for sure <laughs> you know well hung linda you know well hung <laughs> it is called chick flicks with dicks so. as far as is hanged. Hanged. Hanged, yes. hanged, hanged. Okay, well, there we go. Hang, hang, um, hang, 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 hang. So, as they're about to be hanged, they... Good job. You can make continue with your podcast. That allows them to be uh, resurrected. Is that Awoken. the word? I thought you were going to say bewitched. Summoned. Summoned? Awakened. Hocus pocused? Yes, we'll go with that. Hocus pocus. Shook. They're going to be pocus. They're going to be shook. Um... <laughs> During a full moon on All Hallows' Eve. When the pantaloons are wet. When any virgin lights, lights the black the flame candle. Why did which, they give themselves so many obstacles? So many. It right? has to be on All Hallows' Eve. And, and a, virgin. a virgin. And that one candle. Well, I, I thought it was the mm-hmm. book that just kind of predicted it for her. She's like, oh, look at this. I have a loophole. And here I am. See, I didn't look at it mm. like that. I like that. Book looked into that way. The, the, exactly. the book made it in this episode because we need your expertise. We <laughs> <laughs> you need your you. filter. We're about to jump 300 years into the future, so everybody buckle up. On October 31st of 1993 on Halloween. All right. Hey, hey, hey. How old were you in 1993? Everyone? Um, uh, Halloween, I would have been six. Okay. But at the end of the year, I was seven. Okay. I was six the next month I turned seven. Okay. I was three the next month I turned four. I was four. Linda? Just Jane? Four. Oh my god, I'm so old. I was <laughs> I'm sitting there like, I was nine, but I know Linda's about to say something older, so I don't feel as bad. <laughs> I'm an old lady. 1993, three, I was 33. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> Linda, are you doing the math right now? I just <laughs> no. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I-, I didn't hear the question. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in nineteen ninety-three on Halloween. And we're introduced to Max Dennison. Max is, I would say, an average 90s boy lead. Yeah, his wardrobe yes. was like 80% denim. <laughs> brother. I hate him so much. Yes. But he he's has, so yes. pretentious. But he has a lighter. He lit the Dante go to the Witch Museum. He lives in Salem and he's the fucking asshole about Halloween. Well, he just moved from LA. He's a he's a cool he's Mr. Hollywood. No, he's a piece of shit. He's an LA asshole. <laughs> Sorry, people from Los Angeles, you know who that you are. Linda and Jane, you got you don't like Max either? Uh, he, I, he's full of himself, is my kind way of putting yeah. it. You don't have to be kind on this podcast. 
<laughs> He's a whiny little bag. Scott. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, who the fuck goes into a thing like, oh, you guys really love witches, huh? Well, they're full of shit. <laughs> they don't exist. <laughs> Your whole history is shit. Companies. Me? Max. No. Although, to be fair, the, the town, the teachers really weighed too into it for a high school oh, that's class. True. <laughs> I was watching her, like, none of them were wearing masks or six feet apart. <laughs> She's <laughs> and overweight. I'm like, this woman is prime meat for COVID. I didn't, uh, so upset. Which, so by the upset. way, uh, she you. was uh, in an episode of Golden Girls. <laughs> Was she the golden girl? Probably. No. Uh, she um, played Mother Superior when Sophia was joining the, the uh, she was becoming a nun. Yeah, so she was the golden girl. Yeah, at that point, she would have been the highest. <laughs> well, if all the golden girls put their rings together, they become the golden girl. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Mega girl. <laughs> I think Max is like 15. Okay. Because they mention a driver's permit, oh. which is oh. another thing. I to believe they totally understand the missed age. that, but I'm going to run with it. Fuck yeah. it. Let's go yeah. with it. I mean, the witch sure. is doing it. makes zero sense, but I love oh, it. Oh, when she says, when she's your like, permit thing. Yeah. yeah. So we're introduced to Max, who's a little douche. Just real quick, I want to hit on Thackeray in human form. He is cute. I'll hit also, on Right. <laughs> <laughs> much prettier mm-hmm. and yes. oh, yeah. definitely yes. like more iconic i would have preferred him in the role of max no yes no why because you have to unveil that beauty at the end <laughs> <laughs> you can't just put it up there the whole time for free you gotta you gotta wait for it I just figured you had to give like the dweeb a chance or something. Like, it just would have gone sadder if like, you know, this little mm-hmm. dweeb turns into a cat and then it's like, oh, look, you're human again. It's like, you're kind of cuter as a cat, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, look, you can go get a job. Probably more good. <laughs> I saying he could totally have been replaced with Jonathan Brandis. I could definitely see that. I thought she said Trump Brandis and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm having a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Too much (laughs) kavefe. While we're at Trump's uh, Twitter and like people's responses, just this is really fucking funny. June 14th is his birthday. The White House, the official White House Twitter posted like, oh, what would you get our president for his birthday? And top tweet on the replies was a fucking guillotine. Yes. I was expecting it to be a dildo. I don't know why. <laughs> no, because that implies pleasure. <laughs> True. Okay. Back to the Disney movie. Back to the we're Disney movie. About- Disney- <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's dark for Disney. Like yes, 1993 thank Disney. You. Oh, man. Dark for Disney and also a lot of mentions of virgins. I did a virgin count yes. the first time we watched this and I was surprised. And that mentions of virgins by like a nine-year-old. Um, this ain't nothing new for yes. Disney. Jonas Brothers had the fucking purity rings. Well, this would have been new at <laughs> yeah. that time. Jonas Brothers didn't have that oh, to the That's what I'm saying though. Clearly it's a recurring theme with oh. Disney to push virginity. So go against corporate America, kids. Be sluts. Well, are they really pushing virginity and they make it so that the virgin is the one who releases the witches? Wouldn't it have been yeah. easier to say like, hey, like have sex and you won't curse the entire land with witches? Better start fucking, kids. <laughs> We've seen people be hanged. We saw a child murdered. Justifiably. Max would have been great. What do you think he's doing this? He's sipping he's for a dead girl. <laughs> Let's see. There's zombies, witches. Oh, uh, my. <laughs> Ghosts, angels, whatever. Cats. 
Um, dad dressed as Dracula. <laughs> yes, dad, mom with a cone bra. Da- Daddy, <laughs> Daddy dressed like Dracula. The bus driver. Um, oh, the bus there's so much over sexualization in this movie. This is fucking dark. The cat gets run over later. I'm just like, holy shit! Yeah. Watching this at, from a kid's perspective, I'm just like, this is wild. Oh, well, if you want a kid's perspective, um, when we first watched this, uh, my kid, who at the time was four or five, watched this with me. When the cat gets run over, he looks at me as if I had just shown him a snuff film. <laughs> and I had, I'd seen this movie before. So I was like, honey, don't, don't, don't worry. Just, just keep watching and watch. And, watch. and he's like... <gasps> <laughs> I was trying to explain to him, like, look, the cat's going to come back to life. It's okay. And he's like, looking at going, like, why are you showing me this movie, mom? And I'm like, it's okay. I was then at the end, it's like, oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to explain that one later. <laughs> This is where we are established with that re- the relationship piece. This is one of the reasons that I, th- I was like, we can try to pitch this. I want to see if we can make it as a chick flick. I've already h- honed in on the heartthrob, Thackeray. <laughs> At the time, the average lead. Thackeray Max. is not the heartthrob. 100% he is. No. Yes. Yeah. He's, he, he's going to say yeah. fucking Billy's the heartthrob or something. Yeah. I Wait, which one, who was the guy with the, who was in the cage at the end? <laughs> which one? One was Ice Jay? and one was Jay. <laughs> To listen to that argument, (laughs) you just like them because they're in cages and they can't get away. Mm. I love that they're just singing "Row, row, row your boat," but they're also singing it in uh, round. round, Yeah, Max hits on the girl Allison, who I'm just going to refer to as the girl Allison. I discount Allison. Discount Denise Richards. <laughs> she sounds like Denise Richards specifically from yeah. Star- Starship Troopers. Yes. I'm doing my part. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the way home. This is where we're introduced to, I think, the best supporting characters, which are Jay and Ernie. Ice. Fuck yes. Ice. Yeah. Ice. <laughs> Oh, under pressure. Now we now we owe David Bowie. This day, David Bowie and Freddie Mercury. This is where I have to highlight again. The extras are killing it. Jay's line delivery and his laugh. I always referred to him as the reject teenage mutant ninja turtle voice yeah. because he sounds like one of the ninja turtles from the eighties movie. Totally, especially when he laughs. He's like, ha! Ah! <laughs> I have a new fetish. Thank you, Stein. <laughs> you call it with dicks for nothing. <laughs> but his line delivery is fantastic. As kids, especially kid actors, they could easily have rushed that scene. No, not at all. They were there for seven days oh for ten gosh, seconds of a shot. Fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, they were teenagers for sure. Uh, yeah. I thinking yeah. Arnie was older. Well, you have Arnie a thing so much. What? It takes cojones to insult a man while wearing a leather bucket hat. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that thought. Continue the podcast. I'll be right back. <laughs> if you come back without a leather bucket hat, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> So that's where we meet Ice and Jay. They are the bullies. They also remind me of the two from the Power Rangers TV series. Oh, yes. Oh, 100%. Yes, you're right. Hi, Alex. Hi. What do you got there? I think it's a leather bucket hat. That's not a leather bucket hat. <laughs> oh, well, that's it's a leather. marching band. It's it a marching like, band. Hat. It looks like a bucket. No, it's not a bucket hat. <laughs> I'm going to edit this out because that joke did not work out. I mean, it did. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I actually stole this from high school. I just found this out after I moved in here four months ago. Chick-fil-X dick. 
Jay and Ice steal Max's cross trainers. Which when was the, at what point were they no longer called cross trainers? Nineteen ninety three. Okay, <laughs> after this movie specifically. <laughs> I was trying, uh, uh, yeah, I was like, what are, I knew that they were shoes when I saw them, but I still could never figure out what cross trainers were, even as an adult. They I was like, is that a name for shoes or it's special? Product I don't know. Placement. That makes sense. But Reeboks would pay them. That makes sense. <laughs> Reeboks didn't want anything. Yeah, so. they didn't want to be in it. Then Max rides his, continues riding his bike home. He has no shoes and runs into the house where his mom and dad are unpacking because remember, they're new and they need to establish that just in case you didn't catch it when he said he was new. Um, oh, did they just move here? They did just move oh, here. Oh, where are you from? <laughs> oh. Uh, sorry, Los Angeles. Oh, you must be pretty progressive. LA. Well, then they, Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood. <laughs> I think I want to go as Jay for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> this also reads as an origin story for Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Fuck. Mother motherfucker. 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 Noise. One, two. One, two, three, four. Noise, noise, noise. I don't something. think we should continue because you are otherwise. Such a lucky woman. We're just gonna We're never gonna get through this fucking movie. Chick fucks with dicks. Max runs into his room. He's upset because he hates this place. Mm, I go this, back to I think, is the worst scene in the movie. Because it humanizes the villain? No. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you jealous of his room because that was my reaction. I was like, I yeah, want right? that room. Oh my god. Th- this is going to listen to this and just be like, Oh, like people hate my performance that much. No, I, I think his performance is fantastic. He made me not like his character. Well, he's groping yes. a pillow. This is a Disney movie. Was that a normal thing yes. for teenage boys? He's like, did you pillow. hold a pillow and dry hump it while telling a girl she was very soft? Yeah. <laughs> if you did, don't say it out loud. No, say it out loud. I need to know if I need to leave. Wait, what are we supposed to do? I want to ask my husband right now, but I'm worried. Petting it oh. and tell girl a girl that she's very soft. And she has nice yabos. No. He didn't say it, though. Pillow, I no. I know, but the sister, or what's her name? Danny. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Alex is just walking around fucking couches. <laughs> <laughs> Couches, recliners, whatever he can find. And there was no pee-pee hole in the pillow. None. (laughs) Just to clarify. And and so then we are introduced to Danny, the little sister, who I think is probably one of the best characters in the entire movie. Yeah. I think think she slays it. I think she is absolutely killing it. I think she is one of the more mature people in the film, and it has to act down from what her real-life maturity level is. I see that just in the little nuance performance, like pieces of her performance, like the little side glances, the, the laughs that she has to do it's so hard for young kids to not suck mm-hmm. at that the actor playing max in this scene was reading lines whereas danny was not yeah. i felt like she was actually acting mm-hmm. this must have been one of the first scenes that they shot because his performance gets better throughout the movie i think i don't feel like he's as forced or as with his line delivery but danny from go i feel like is awesome with it i think his performance suffers because they have this hook for him that he hates it there and then once Mm -hmm. they're actually out on halloween it doesn't matter so they set a thing up that doesn't matter and he forgets in the next scene anyway i still hate him (laughs) well i think that like I, i agree with you that she's an amazing actress i think she she really killed it but I I also believe that she's trying to get her brother murdered throughout the whole thing. <laughs> like, that's, 
that makes her the best character. Then. <laughs> <laughs> this movie Fair. wouldn't exist without that that push. <laughs> I'm gonna kill this virgin. She's the catalyst. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. With that, I'm going to revert back to the over-sexualization, especially a lot of times by the eight or nine-year-old. Like in this case where she jumps into his bed and she's like, I'm Allison, I'm Allison, kiss yes. me. Like she knows you know, 100% what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> no, like she's full She's on, also like, a vindictive you- bitch. Oh, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, she is, though. But, like, here's the thing. That just means she's going to be a very successful sociopath in her future. It's true. <laughs> he likes your yabos. Yes. Let's, let's get to that part. Max has to take Danny trick-or-treating. The whole time he is dressed up, I don't know what he's dressed up like. No. Little leaguer. Little leaguer. <laughs> right. He says rap singer. Danny says little leaguer. And I said sing rapper. I'm really glad to see that the doctor fiance from Earth Girls Are Easy was able to restart his family. (laughs) Nice to see that he grew up a little bit. He found another Earth Girl that was just as easy, if not easier. Thank you for this gift. You are welcome. (laughs) Um, And both Disney movies, both classics. I don't think Earth Girls are easy. I'm pretty sure. Uh, actually, you know what? It was probably made by Fox. No, remember we went in. We did a dive on that whole company yes. and how they like ended up just crashing and getting picked up. But picked someone owns the distribution rights to that. Do, yeah. yeah. So let's just assume Fox got we'll it. It's Fox, and then so Disney bought Disney Fox. Has it. There you go. So now, um, <laughs> oh, what, oh God damn, who's the guy from Apartments.com? Oh, uh, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Jeff yeah, Goldblum. so Jeff Goldblum is now a Disney princess. Yes. There we go. Yes. You know what? I don't hate it. <laughs> so Max takes his younger sister, Danny, trick-or-treating. They run into Allison at her house. Allison mentions that her family used to manage the Sanderson Cottage, which was a museum where the Sanderson sisters had been had lived and then been buried, apparently. So like what? Like a museum kind of thing? Yes. So how the fuck did they get so much money doing public work? I think that was just their hobby. Sure. Oh. Yeah. They donated to the foundation. They got on the foundation, and that's how they got to run the museum. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> like this. There we go. I want to see that movie. Yeah. <laughs> you watch them build their wealth, and then they just become socialites and philanthropists just to avoid the tax man. <laughs> Well, when we covered the movie, I think I determined that after Allison leaves their her family's party, it turned into like an eyes wide shut situation. Mm. Yes, because <laughs> their entire party doesn't doesn't mesh with what else is going on outside for Halloween. Like she, oh, I actually felt kind of bad for her when I um, was talking about this during our podcast, and I think I mentioned it's like, does she not have any friends? Because like, you can imagine, like all of her other friends are at Halloween party. She's like, yeah, my parents make me sit here and pass out Halloween candy. Like, see, I thought with all the masks and everything going on, that one hundred percent that was going to turn into one giant sex party eventually. Well, I thought oh, yeah. it was going to be more like uh, you know where like the key, like couples put keys in the fishbowl. Yeah, yeah, and, it's a key party. and you yeah you swap. Yeah, yeah. they've been trying. They misplace it with the candy bowl. <laughs> all these kids want <laughs> candy. <laughs> they they, they just start just... passing out keys to the kids. <laughs> Ooh, you might want to edit that out. <laughs> what does BMW mean? <laughs> Wap, worship and pray. But um, 
but like really the thing is is this is just um a rider and experience that disney world is not cashing in on it's just an orgy house you just walk into um, <laughs> that's for the special membership <laughs> yeah, it's just called allison's house the experience please wear a fucking condom <laughs> and no, it's covid wear a mask yes and gloves <laughs> You can like, rubber up, <laughs> rubber bubble boy sex, gentle dam, and remember no Dental front dam. facing. <laughs> so this is where we get the yabos, <laughs> and I love that Danny is just throwing her brother under the bus. She absolutely knows what her brother wants and knows that this is who he wants it from, and is just milking it. Fucking savage. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was joking. No, she's a manipulative. You know what? Witches should kill her. <laughs> I said it. Or make her one of them. <laughs> I want that movie. Her becoming one Me of them? Too. Her becoming one of them and or a sitcom where they adjust to life in the 90s. Ooh. Yes. I would watch that show oh. for 10 seasons. Oh, 100%. It's the next Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I got myself a new Dyson. <laughs> I am so fucking here for it. <laughs> That's a new Netflix series we're going to get. <laughs> yeah, because the executives at Netflix are listening to our podcast. <laughs> With the shit they've been pitching lately, they better be. That's the only way out. They go to the Sanderson cottage so that Max is trying to impress Allison. I love that Danny like basically blackmails him. She's like, no, just take her on a movie like a normal person. And you're like, if you do this for me, I'll do anything, anything you want. And she says, fine, next year we're going as Peter Pan and Wendy and you oh, have to wear tights. And I'm like, first off, and? And I love tights. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're super comfy. Hey, what was half the fun in wrestling? Oh, it was the tights. Absolutely. I mean, it, was, it, it just it the way that it forms to your body and supports it holds everything, everything right. It just holds right. It so right. Do you want to get boy tights? That sounds amazing. It's called, it's called a singlet. You just want to have like a singlet day where we just chill. <laughs> we should. Oh, one thing about tights. The leotard. But for men. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'd sign up for tights. It's no big deal. So they go to the Sanderson house. They're investigating the cottage. Guys, how long has this place been closed? Two weeks. 1776? No, because it was a museum. Oh, yeah. Like a couple months. I I don't know. They don't say. They just say that they Mm -hmm. had to shut it down because weird stuff. (laughs) They were running it as a museum. But when they open the door, first off, the door barely opens. It like creaks. They have to force it open. There are so many cobwebs everywhere and just (laughs) inches of dust and dirt and decay. On top of the Zippo lighters that they were selling there, the candy and gum that they were selling there, the register that they had there. And I'm like, how long ago did this place close? Because it looks like it's been closed for like 60 years, not a year or two. Okay, you're yeah. implying they cleaned it while it was open. Well, yeah. Maybe that was why she was so, so shitty at her job. She just never cleaned. There's that. And there's also the fact that there's a 300-year-old candle and a 300-year-old book just sitting there. Well, and the yes, rooms. Yeah. Not behind glass. Like, yep. nothing. Just chilling. Well, the book's behind glass. Is it? Yeah. Because yeah. okay, well, they Max has to break it to yeah. get to it. Yeah, but, that, was, that was actually that eye's glasses. But Jesus. I mean, it was one frame too. <laughs> I think I was taking a drink. 
Mm. I lost concentration. Oh, the other thing is you have all this historical artifacts in there. Why would you – I understand if it closes, it runs out of funding, what the fuck ever. But then why wouldn't you at least take that stuff? Because that's theft? Because Allison's mom is a scaredy cat bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe she wanted the witches to come back and just say, like, I want to fight them. Like, I don't want to fist fight anymore. <laughs> That's yeah. one drunk night. I want to fight him. I fight him hard. I can take him. I can take him. Shit. <laughs> that bitch won't see it coming when that candle's lit. <laughs> so they're investigating inside the cat cottage, and Max decides, let's light the black flame candle. In this moment, he asks Allison if she wants to light it. Like, he's trying uh-huh. to dig for information. 100%. Yes. Isn't that, like, the worst part about the first date? <laughs> Asking? Yes. So, uh, how about them cubs? <laughs> you fucked anybody? <laughs> Oh, what did you actually? <laughs> no, I usually go on three and then they ghost me. Like, oh, okay, like, that's like it's the because of number one. Oh. Ryan, I've never dated you. You're probably lovely. Probably. Uh, that, he that's... never got me flowers and brought me dinner. I brought you McDonald's once. You did. You did. <laughs> I retract my statement. <laughs> Threw dandelions at me too. So Allison's like bashfully says no. Are they hinting at that fact yes. that she's not a virgin? Okay, yes, I love are. that. In my opinion, like, they are. I'm going to hold to that fact that they are. <laughs> See, even as a kid, I always picked up on that. I was yeah. like, oh, she's yeah. not a virgin. I don't know what that means. Yeah, right. She's not yeah. Whatever <laughs> virgin is, she is not. <laughs> right. Thus, making her better. And then he lights it, which is a weird flex for a 15 year old boy. Yeah, he lights it. <laughs> Much a plum. He's like, I got this. <laughs> Dude, okay, so when you're like 15 and like you somehow get a Zippo, and then you learn like two Zippo tricks, you're like, I'm a god, right? But he's also okay. That's true. Girl, he wants. He just found out she's not a virgin, and he's about to admit that he is. Yeah, he's like, Yo, I'm not. Let's have more in common. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had to light that wick, you know. <laughs> most depressing movie ever yeah all right tell me you have danny light the candle and nothing happens oh, oh, oh. Most depressing oh. Movie. now i'm sad crying in the vi- credit credits just roll it just says Finn. I've been Netflix so much. So much! And a sad movie. A sad oh, short film. It would be like 20 minutes long. He lights it, inadvertently resurrects the witches who must continue to suck the souls of every child in Salem to continue living or else they'll disintegrate because they only have until sunrise. Also known as the big suck. The big... <laughs> <laughs> the witches attempt to suck the soul of Danny... Because the kids are still there when the witches show up, but Max comes to her rescue. Escaping, Max steals Winifred's spellbook on advice from Binks. I like that they are referring to Binks and not Thackeray anymore. Someone got pissed mm-hmm. typing the name Thackeray as much as I do saying it. Yeah. They probably kept saying Zachary by accident, and then it was like, okay, fine, just call him Binks. Yeah, autocorrect on typewriters. <laughs> <laughs> no, on the review here, or on the, the plot here. Oh, <laughs> not on the actual no. script. 
<laughs> the witches pursue them to a cemetery where Winifred raises her unfaithful lover Billy Butcherson as a zombie to chase them on foot. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna pause there. I want to discuss the sisters. We've seen them obviously in the first five minutes of the film, but now we're up into the future. What's your take on the trio? So I personally think that the trio is a very rare blend of a perfect trio. And it's also not to the point where they're all only stereotypical versions of themselves. So it's not as on the nose as it could be. That and this is the hottest Sarah Jessica Parker has ever been. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Totally. It just goes downhill from here. Oh, (laughs) poor Matthew Broderick. The trio is definitely greater than the sum of its parts. Like you remove any of them and it doesn't work. And I love I just, that phrasing. I just want to, I want to be one of Fred so bad. <laughs> I'm going re-inter- <laughs> to reinterject really quick uh, for the sake of debate because of the season. Uh, fuck you for upstaging my answer. <laughs> and I love you. Get better scrub. Oh, <laughs> I love you too. If Son anyone of a loud thump, it was Krista's big dick hitting the table. <laughs> I don't like the implication that my dick wasn't out before. Just always out. Well, I don't have an answer with big words like they did. That's okay. Uh, here, uh, you use melancholy. That's a good one. To sound that's what I do. I, I don't think I'm going to. Thank so, you, though. What about like serendipity? I do like that movie. I love, uh, oh, that's a movie? Yes. Mm. It's not on the list. <laughs> Anyways, well, I like Winifred because I love Bette Midler, and we have our own Winifred because of this movie. And then. Wait, no. Yep. Yeah. No fucking way. Yes. I did not. I never put that together. Yep. Yeah. So. Our daughter's name is Winifred. Yeah. We call uh, her Winnie. I honestly didn't know it was Winifred. I thought yeah. it was just Winnie. I yep. knew it was Winifred. Uh, I didn't realize it was a Hocus Pocus reference. I'm so happy right well, now. Well, it's a. We wanted something unique that's not you don't hear a lot. We have this handful of movies that we'll turn on every night, basically that we're falling asleep, and this is regular one. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be Halloween, Easter. We're watching this. You know, it doesn't matter. So that's why I'm here. I mean, it is a story about resurrection. Hey, nice. Look at that. But I think uh, Krista and Alex are right. If you remove one of them, then it's not. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same. So I'm glad that they stuck with those three. I want to. I want to lean on the witches here and see what your take is on it. I mean, you know, it's your subject matter. So (laughs) our scholarly scholarly subject matter. teaching a master class later on in this <laughs> i actually I, I have to agree i love them all i i love bet midler and she just fucking milks it and i i can't see anybody else being uh mary except for uh shit i'm forgetting her name kathy najimi from yeah. sister act yeah so good and so um, kyle from south park's mom in human form <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah sarah jessica parker is fucking gorgeous in this and she's got some great yabos in this. <laughs> and I really, really am intrigued by her character, uh, Sarah, because I want to know what she does to men, what kinky shit she does to men. Oh, yeah. that She thirsts on people so much throughout the entire film, and I love it. Oh, you mean the character? I thought you meant Sarah Jessica Parker in general. <laughs> the scene where she like jumps into a road like it's a river oh yeah a lot funnier <laughs> i mean it's everybody summed it up it's i can't imagine losing any of them or like even adding somebody would also just throw it off so i of course everybody loves bet midler and um loves her as winifred and 
And you mentioned, of course, earlier, just everybody just chews the scenery. And mm-hmm. all of them are so good at chewing the scenery to like just pitch perfect. They don't go too far. And mm-hmm. yeah, oh, absolutely. It's funny that one of you had said the word masterclass because I that's what I wrote in my notes was that this trio is a masterclass in triology, in mm-hmm. being <laughs> a trio on screen because each of you have hit on it. They are greater in their whole. And <laughs> <laughs> That's what my husband said in our vows. <laughs> and back to Ninja Turtles. Okay, so actually, well, I was actually going to say, like, you know, masterclass trios. What other masterclass trios exist that you can compare them to? Like, three off the top of your head. Three Musketeers? I don't know. I All the girls. Sure. There's only one candy bar of Three Musketeers. Ayo. Ayo. Get, just buy two more. I was going to say Ninja Turtles is a masterclass of a trio. But Ooh, three amigos. So who are you leaving out? <laughs> Fuck Donatello. <laughs> Marx so. Brothers before Zeppo joined. <laughs> <laughs> three Stooges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The that's original Masterclass yeah, trio until one and, of them died. Well, and so that's where I would say is each of them chew up the scenery in their own way. Mm-hmm. They're not mm-hmm. identical to each other. I love the fact that when one is the primary focus of a shot, the other two aren't just standing there watching. They are in character doing something else. Sarah Jessica yeah. Parker climbing up on the iron rail in the background at times. Oh, and singing her little mm-hmm. songs and dancing and flailing around. Mary always trying to like smell out kids or act like she's sniffing the air. And st- her I, fucking just, mouth. It oh. never drops. It's so fantastic. <laughs> or just when um, Winifred's giving her little speech about what to do and uh, Sarah grabs the spider, just starts eating it while she's like giving this little speech. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just those little things. A lot of these performances, they brought their own bit to it and it could never be the same. It's like the classic trio of witches too. Like even like the Shakespearean uh, witches where it's like Mother Maiden Crone mm-hmm. and the I, Weird I Sisters. Yeah, the, the Weird Sisters. Like that. Totally. And I I remember reading somewhere that uh that Kathy Najimi was uh trying to pretend to be like a bloodhound or something. <laughs> she was channeling a bloodhound for her Beautiful. character. Beautiful. I wish that a group, like an entourage, could win an Oscar. You know, like for a group right? performance. Yeah, why <laughs> fucking entourage because performance? This fucking these three together, it uh, it's so good. So good. Well, they have best like ensemble for Emmys, I think. Yeah. Ensemble cast, yeah. Yeah. But, but they yeah, have the MTV so Movie good. Awards I mean, for best couple. He's he sucked that shit. So well, and Emmys are just a overglorified paperweight anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get snubbed next year. They've escaped. Billy Butcherson, Billy the Butcher, is a zombie. And I think this is one of my favorite parts of the whole movie, when Billy rises from the grave. When he turns around and looks at his headstone, just like, oh, shit. (laughs) 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 But the nuance is another charming thing of this movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And the subtlety. The witches are trying to acclimate to the 20th century here, but they're horrified when they discover Halloween has become a holiday. They're trying to pursue children across town. Okay, this is where while the kids are being chased by Billy and they're going off on their own portion, right? They're supposed to be our heroes in this this story. The villains 
I like that they're not just dropped. Yeah. We get to watch them as well have their own little side tail. This is where they get introduced to the bus. <laughs> this bus is brought into the film for two reasons. Number one. Sex appeal. In a Disney it was the sexiest bus I've seen in ages. To hit Thackeray Banks <laughs> and prove that cats can reinflate. That's science. Number two I seen it. is to get the witches to the devil's house where they would inevitably have their brooms stolen and Mary would have to ride the vacuum. That is the only reason the bus was put in this movie. I thought you were going to say the bus is there so they get... On the bus. <laughs> no <laughs> shit. <laughs> yes, we, watched we the would movie. not have vacuum Mary without you know the that bus. that that uh that bit has a lot of buildup, and I'd never realized it that. It really does. I love it even more. One of well, also, um, it, it establishes that Sarah does some weird shit with men. <laughs> she tells the bus driver that would hate me in the morning. Like, what, what do you want to do? What do you, what do you do to men? Like, I need to know. I would watch that one. <laughs> no, yeah, right. Many <laughs> the third note I wrote on this movie, far before anything happened, was it's been almost 30 years and I still cannot get over Mary writing that fucking vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, speaking of like writing and shit, like uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's song. Uh-huh. That was mm-hmm. tight. That was good. Yeah, I know. It was very good. It's also kind of spooky. That was well, like legit. Yeah. Kind of it's spooky. almost it's almost like it's a scary yeah. movie. Almost yeah. like it's trying to lure children aware. away but to like, their doom. Here, okay, so last night I'm watching it. Binks gets hit by the bus. And My boyfriend like, walks in at the exact moment that I just start laughing maniacally. <laughs> hit me right in the giggle dick. <laughs> And then he comes in later when Sarah is singing her song and I have like my blankets gathered around me. I'm like, it's scary. It was a weird <laughs> night. Uh, the dynamics in this film are fantastic. And I think that it's all embodied in one particular character, Jay. I think Jay's dynamics mm. are so outrageous. They are almost at a Nick Cage level circa Peggy <laughs> Sue gets married. We gotta lose our virginity to kill the witches. And the whole movie, I think, is that there are a lot of dynamics for it. Again, this isn't the runtime on this is perfect. It's an hour and a half. That's it. I don't need any more than that. The story is so well told. You don't want to hear it any other way. Exactly. That's Mm -hmm. another thing. I I don't want a different version of this. I don't want a reboot. Well, you're not getting a reboot. You're getting a sequel. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. A little worried about that. Yeah. We'll we'll discuss that later. Just wait Um, wait till we get that uh, rebooted uh, Princess Bride. You know it's going to happen. Don't say it. It will happen after all the actors have died, at which case I'm okay with that because the next generation can can do their thing. Listen, also, I, will probably be dead. Listen, yeah, I'm I, hoping. Listen, I just want to play Andre's It'll part. Kill me otherwise. <laughs> I just want to play Andre's part. <laughs> yes, I found a peanut. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I've always wanted to be Mandy Patinkin's part. <laughs> Yo, get on my back. <laughs> 
one you already know. Where are we at? We're on the bus. Uh, again, another example of an extra just fucking slaying. The bus driver is fantastic in this. I mean, the guy's got 45 seconds of screen time and- He uses and, all of them. It's glorious. Max, Allison, and Danny, they finally get across town and they find their parents at that the Halloween party that the parents went to. Yeah, at City Hall. And mm-hmm. this is where we get the music video. <laughs> Which, guys, you know I love a music video in the middle of a movie. We've so, only had this happen once so far. So this on is our other Halloween it. episode. Oh, shit, it was. Shit, it was yes. 100% of the Halloween movies we have watched have contained a musical number. Oh, Top you that. All good Halloween movies contain a musical number. Not horror movies, Halloween movies. I'm okay with this. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Does Halloween Town? It has oh, a no. bang theme. Does Halloween... That's what I was going to say. I need oh, Halloween. Halloween to have, like, I need I him to break research. down and rap. research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making claims. So, so really, it just, you it, don't need that in 2020. Exactly. It just, it just goes mm-hmm. to show you when I was seven and you were like nine, we both really enjoy Backstreet's back music video. Amen. So oh, God. Good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so they find him at the party. Winifred gets up and sings the song. I, I, I fell on you. I fell on you. Come on. And the song is putting a spell on all the people that are at the party dance 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 until you die oh and i love it and so the kids run out and escape the party while all the adults are stuck so the majority of the adults are either in this town are either at that party or on the bus or or on the bus or, or, at, <laughs> or, at, the fucking, or at the eyes wide shut party <laughs> i have a question why did you raise your hand it's a podcast i know <laughs> I know. You in the back. Why aren't the kids affected? I've never understood. Well, because they laugh before the spell. Yeah, they cover their ears and they run out, I think is the indication. Yeah, I think they did like cover. Yeah, they keep saying cover your ears. But they don't cover their ears. But the the shots you see- very limited. Is- yeah, the, I think the implication is there. Okay. But a lot of the how it was cut together was them not having their ears covered. The only time I really saw it was when Max goes, cover your ears and like mimics- yeah covering his ears max we need some exposition <laughs> cover your ears <laughs> like to have the confidence bet miller had after max calls her out on stage oh that oh i want that so much <laughs> glorious Thank you. i i was always impressed that scene for me it was like she adapted to the 20th century quickly like she immediately so, figured it oh, out yeah. she's like i know how to take a mic i know how to lead a song <laughs> she's like i'm good <laughs> Give me the 21st century, motherfucker. I am good for this. <laughs> Does this mean that canonically the song I Put a Spell on You is 300 years old? <laughs> because the skeleton band had started playing that song already before she got up to sing. That's was what it? And that's what she, yeah, she's staring at them, kind of analyzing it. So that's why I'm like, God damn, she is really smart. She's figuring this out so fast. I'm so Maybe she was just scatting. Ooh. <laughs> it's a coincidence. It was an ancient song with them, and then it was remade. Oh, it's man. Fine. Or maybe it was just passed down through song and time, and it just lost all magical aspects through tech while technology went up, and it's well, which is were forgotten to be real things. You need that witch juice. Well, I mean, <laughs> listen. listen. <laughs> We're talking about better being better in the holes, and we're talking about witch juice. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Listen, I, it is a proven fact that the gorilla's discography is all ancient runes just translated. Chick fucks a 
mix. This is one thing I've really appreciated about the movie is that there's always problem solution, problem solution. It's constantly taking place, which keeps you engaged the whole time. So now our heroes who thought they had a solution by finding the adults, another problem in that the adults are all kept busy. Oh, I thought and- they were brainwashed. It's almost They're like our current in, situation if we were kids. They yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So they end oh. up in an alley where Max is throwing a fit and super fucking loud. Some guy comes out of a door in the alley and turns out he's grabbing a lobster from a tank that's out back. <laughs> and I remember Rachel was like, why? I don't get it. I don't get it. And I'm thinking about it. The only reason that guy was there, I started analyzing this movie way more than I need to. You are very I mean, <laughs> The only reason that guy was there was because when he came out, the kids got quiet. It made Max stop throwing his fit. When the guy went back in is when the sisters came around the corner. So if the guy had never come out, Max would have been in the middle of throwing his fit and the sisters would have caught them in the alley and cornered them. That would have ended the movie. Wait, exactly. you think that you think they gave a fuck about Lobster Boy? No, no, no. <laughs> the sisters didn't see Lobster Boy. But then what stopped the witches from coming? The witches no. came around the corner, but the kids were quiet, so oh, they didn't see anything. Okay. Well, then I, I, thought- I was about to say, and then I think that it helped set the scene for when Mary couldn't smell the kids. She could only smell the whatever she said. The the, the, the wap. Yes. Whatever it was. It, it was yeah. the lobster juice. The witch juice. referring to it by <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the witch. Yeah. She was, she was referring to it by whatever terminology it was used back in their day. I don't know what lobsters were called then. But Roaches of the sea. Sure. <laughs> well, did, did you know lobsters, used, uh, lobsters used, to be, used to be trash trash food. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, I they, mean, would, they would feed them to prisoners. That was right. it. They're the roaches of the sea. Yeah, yeah, they're bottom dwellers. And then they're like, hey, rich people. And so are prisoners. Hey. Like, yo, yo, Phil, <laughs> I, just, I just sold some fish eggs to these uh, dipshit-ass millionaires. <laughs> see if you can see if you sell them the sea roaches. <laughs> and that's why we have Red Lobster today. <laughs> we are it's, learning so amen. much today. Alex is just a wealth of knowledge. Well, <laughs> I mean, you can call it that. The kids come up with the idea of burning the witches and they're going to trap the witches in the high school no more school no no more school um that poor jandrew comes in and finds a bunch of dead bodies in the kiln (laughs) he's like best halloween ever because they're all obsessed with this But as a kid, I was upset that they melted the boombox that was in there. <laughs> I was like, oh what a waste. That's a solid plan, though. It was. like mm-hmm. Luring the witches mm-hmm. into the kiln at the high school. They made one mistake after this, and it almost fucked everything up. But it was a good plan. Yes, it was a good plan. What was the mistake? Later on, when they opened the book, before uh, yeah, the sun yeah, yeah, yeah. rises. Yes. Not knowing that the witches weren't actually dead. But this is the part that really creeped me out, was the fact that they stood there and watched. Also, I could get why a teenager wants to like peek and see and see what's going on. But the fact that they let the eight-year-old also look up and watch these. <laughs> There's actually uh, reasoning for that. <laughs> I'm just clenching my asshole thinking about what you're about. I've never seen you make that face before. Theoretically. Uh-huh. So let's say I light Krista on fire right here. Uh-huh. Please don't. What's burning first on her? <laughs> her clothes. Her cool. Sarah Jessica Parker titties. <laughs> <laughs> I'd look too, Max. I'd look too. <laughs> oh, yeah, but the clothes would actually melt onto her flesh. And that, mm. that's just kind of yeah. grody. Like, yeah. I, Have you ever seen a nipple melt like a candle? 
No. Yes. <laughs> no. What? I'm sure oh. the janitor has. <laughs> Don't kink shame me. <laughs> college was a long time ago. It's fine. I dropped out of college, so it didn't count. <laughs> Where are we? They're burned alive. They're not actually dead. The kids watch them burn alive, then dance in the street. I swear to God, it could have been a music video. Can't you feel a brand new day? It all, it all comes down to the whiz. <laughs> not realizing that the witches have truly died, this is the mistake where Max and Allison open up the spell book. I love that it turns into the fucking bat signal for the witches. <laughs> But that Max and Allison don't notice the Indian in the cupboard glow that's coming off the book. They just thought it was convenient nightlight. Why is Disney condoning two teenagers spending the night with each other? Ooh. Because- To reproduce and further the religion. <laughs> Touche. House of Mouse needs more followers. Yes. Oh, there you yes. go. Oh, you must, you must oh, go dinner. Oh. You're going to go out there. We're going to stick your dinner. Oh. Virgins are evil. <laughs> You're going to take your dick. <laughs> You're going to have a baby. Well, and that baby is going to wear my clothes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh man i needed this so bad <laughs> so the open so, spell book yeah. gives up their location and the witches track them down and end up kidnapping not only danny but binks as well which was really smart of them they have to have recognized the fact that Binks is the one that's making sure the kids understand what's going on. And yeah. so without that bit of information and without the book, now the kids should theoretically be useless. That's when Sarah Jessica Parker starts using her siren-like music to start drawing all the kids. Which could have been a third music video. It yes. absolutely could her. have been. I do want to touch on when they went back though and and had the thing. Allison had the shaker of salt. Oh, yeah. And just started slinging mm. it everywhere. Jimmy Bobby. <laughs> and that is the best thing she does in this entire movie, mm -hmm. is lose her mind with salt. <laughs> Max and Allison have to rescue Danny and Binks. So they get back to the witch's cabin, trick the witches into thinking that sunrise came an hour early because of daylight savings time. Hey, I didn't even mean to mention that earlier. I forgot about oh, that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, eh, yeah, time for a transition. Out. Check flex with also, is <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Daylight Savings Time on Halloween this year? No? No, it's yeah. like a harvest moon or a blue moon. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And a full moon. Gotcha. And it's on Saturday. Saturday. God, the pandemic sucks. You know what would be cool would be to have a fucking fire out here? Yeah. Like, have like a fucking theme I party. I mean, fire some is still allowed. You just can't have friends. Oh, right. <laughs> but, oh, so it's normal? You yeah. gotta set people on fire. For witches. Something I forgot about. Yes. When the fire department showed up to the cottage towards the beginning of the movie, Bette Midler referred to them as witch hunters because they wore black cloaks and carried axes. I was like, right, because witches are made of wood. We all know this. <laughs> and ducks float. And that means they weigh as much as a duck. Exactly. That's some solid science right there. Science. 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 Exactly. I watched Monty Python a few it, weeks ago. It's on Netflix. Like, I've like, watched it three right times. I, it's so good. Yeah. And we got to cover that one too. That was awesome. 
Nice. Are there witches in that? She's not a witch. We just went through the monologue joke. She wasn't actually a witch, though. (laughs) No, she was. But she was. She was the portrayal of a witch. (laughs) No, she was a witch, and she she goes, uh, it's a fair cop. (laughs) I think that's what she says. Well, she did turn me into into a newt. (laughs) I got got better. I got better. They trick them by putting those the skims on the on the headlights so that it looked like sunlight coming through, and the witches pretend like they're melting, which is just gorgeous. Again, acting at its finest. Uh, they get Binks, they get the book, they get Danny, and they leave again, and they're driving away. And this is where the witches have to chase them, but don't have the broomsticks anymore. And this <laughs> is why the bus was in the movie. This is the part that sticks in everybody's head that watched it as a child, is when we get to see Bette Midler take off on the broom and we see Sarah Jessica Parker take off on another broom but then we see Mary walk out with a Dyson it wasn't a Dyson it wasn't a Dyson yeah, it wasn't well, a Dyson, Dyson. Dyson. Dyson didn't exist yeah. back then I don't think and Sarah Jessica Parker was on a mop oh was she yes oh okay why would you need two brooms fair point fair I point. have like three brooms it's too many brooms. No, one's That's a push broom. One's, oh. oh, Jesus. I say that as Holy somebody Holy fuck. I'm mean tonight. No, it's because I have trust issues. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. I have like five brooms. <laughs> yeah, you also have like five boyfriends. You know, <laughs> yeah, they all have a different purpose. <laughs> Don't fetish shame her. <laughs> no, I'm fetish shaming the five boyfriends. <laughs> That's not true. There's only one. He's dusty for now. as fuck. <laughs> Chick fucks with dicks. We see Mary come out on the vacuum cleaner and take off on. Watching all of them take off was super cool. I thought it was for 93. Fantastic. And I think it holds today. I like yeah. the, it's the camera work that was done with it because it made they worked the angles really well. I know they didn't travel a far distance. But it made it look awesome. But the best part is when Mary gets on the vacuum and the vacuum makes noise. It turns on. The, the light comes on. That's when vacuums had lights on them. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, she's just flowing with magic. That witch juice is just igniting it right now. <laughs> she's just gushing them witchy fluids. I mean, the others brought a bucket in them up, so it makes sense. Mop I the really water. do hate to break the flow of conversation. I've got a sick kid, so I'll be right back. He just needs oh, my no comfort. I'd be sick too if I heard this. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't Moist. let the children listen. <laughs> Moist with witch juice. <laughs> a little bit of ASMR there for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, that's exactly what we should do is throw that in. <laughs> Can someone find me a sound of just gush? Yeah, or like, got you. I don't know. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, man. Insert sploosh sound. <laughs> sploosh is fantastic. Yeah. Or dribble. Does dribble make a noise? <laughs> that doesn't sound like a basketball. Oh. <laughs> Hire me for mac and cheese videos. <laughs> <laughs> Mac and cheese a- ASMRs. <laughs> oh, have you guys watched Mandy? No. Oh, Mandy. Yeah, it's the Nicolas Cage horror movie. Like uh, Heavy Metal, if you guys have seen it. But uh, Oh, I love Heavy Metal. Ah, uh, so fucking 
fucking good. Yeah, but uh, in Mandy, there's uh, a fake commercial for uh, a fake mac and cheese, but they use, they have a mascot called the Cheddar Goblin. (laughs) 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 He's creepy as fuck, and he vomits this mac and cheese all over the children. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like the advertising we had as kids. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Big right. red guy that was busting through your wall and pouring blood in cups for you to drink. <laughs> That's his essence. Oh, yeah. Did I show you my Kool-Aid picture last time you were at my house? No. Is it the Kool-Aid man? It's the <laughs> last Kool-Aid picture from the 90s yeah. that you could get if you redeemed the points. Yeah. my mom gave me our Kool-Aid yes! spoon. Yep. And then I told Yo, her, my mom used to hit me with a Kool-Aid wooden spoon. Same. <laughs> and then and then I told her we were drinking Kool-Aid again because I'm a child. And she's like, oh, and she like went to the kitchen and came out with this fucking pitcher. Because I remember because um they would have the Kool-Aid points in the back of the packets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I still have a fuck ton of those oh, because shit. when I was when I was a little ass kid, I also still have my all my pogs too. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Oh shit, yeah. I saved like all those things and I drank so much Kool-Aid. And I think that's when I actually initially got like obese as a kid. Mm-hmm. So I could buy so I can trade it in for like you were Pokemon. trying to bust through the wall. Yes. Yeah. Well, because I can redeem them for Game Boy Color and Pokemon Blue. Mm. And being a poor ass little kid, because I'm a kid, I don't have a fucking job. I can't afford a Game Boy Color and Pokemon Blue. Childhood obesity strikes Alex hard in the mid 90s. <laughs> Just like that Boy Scout man did. Anyway, oh. I'm entitled to compensation now, though, so that's nice. <laughs> so uh, I sent it in and they sent it back to me. They're like, dude, that ended like two years ago. Oh, oh no. Oh. Oh. I also have a somewhat similar story to that um, while we're on like a break. I went through my dad's record collection when I was like 12 because that's when I started getting like a little rebellious. Like, yeah, Black Sabbath. Yeah, Led Zeppelin. I, like, love these bands. Actic. Yeah, I love Actic. Right. So, but my dad had one of the Kiss albums, the one with like all them jumping in the front. I actually have a sketch of it in my sketchbook from when I was a kid in the garage. Inside the record was an application for the Kiss Army. And I'm like, fuck yes that is fantastic right right yeah and so i'm like holy shit and this thing's dated like 1970 something yeah. my dad's like 25 when he bought this and so i fill this thing out and i sent it to new york with like 10 bucks because i was like the application fee and that's a lot of money for the 70s yeah like you can buy like two houses with that <laughs> so anywho so are you part of the kiss army <laughs> they sent it back to me they're like a law firm now and they took oh. my money what? They didn't send it to me like, hey, dude, Kiss Army hasn't been here since like 1985. Wow. And like, oh, they didn't give me my money back. <laughs> my, my whole childhood is just nothing but disappointment, and it's great. We're back at the cemetery uh, where the kids are going because, again, hollow ground, witches can't go there. Max runs into Billy the Butcher, who. Cuts his stitched m- mouth open. Well, before he doesn't just be like, hey, kid, want to see something cool? And he like slices his mouth. No, to kill Max. No, knife, Mac, no Max, Max pulled Max the knife pulled, on him. Max pulled the knife on him. It was him. a Swiss Army knife. Mm, yes. And then Billy was just like, you're not in the Swiss Army, you piece of shit. Yeah. And so he takes it. He's like, stolen valor is bad. I need, but the thing is, he realized, oh, wait, my he mouth is stolen. while he's holding Max. Right, yeah. right. But he's trying to say, that's stolen valor. You can't yeah. do that. He's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's a badass. And then he insults Winifred, joining Max to protect Danny. I'm like, oh, I love that synopsis, but he insults Winifred in a glorious ways. Does anybody have the actual phrase that he uses? Uh, yeah, I have it. Oh, actually, he was supposed to originally call her a bitch, but he came up with the line. Uh, nice. Uh, Doug Jones did. That is fantastic. I love hearing shit like that. Right? It's like, yeah, I'm right. so good. I know. 
<laughs> I know. Oh, here, winch, trollop, you bucktooth mop riding firefly from hell. That's it. Oh man, <laughs> Billy. Oh, Billy jumps in and suddenly also becomes best friends with like Danny. Yeah, because Danny's savage. I want to be her true. best friend. That's true. I would. I would identify. You can clearly identify the alpha in in the. <laughs> in the group <laughs> So Danny, that's a little girl, right? Eight yeah, year old yeah. girl. Um, she's actually has the same characteristics of a chimpanzee. When she smiles, it's actually aggression. Oh, okay. It's like, I see that. When I was little, I used to think she was the same actress that played the child empress from the Never Oh Ending God, Story. yeah. She's actually a professor now or teacher or anything. Very cool. So the witches are attacking. Winifred is trying to get Danny to suck her soul out. And <laughs> she's just got that one wait, wait. vial. Get of Danny the- to suck her soul out or get <laughs> 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 yeah. <Wait>. Phrasing. <laughs> What's Danny doing to her? <laughs> Max ends up getting the vial of the potion that they have left. You mean the green Kool-Aid? The green Kool-Aid. It's 100% just green Kool-Aid. The goo. It's the slime from n- that Nickelodeon show. Is it lime jello? I, out of curiosity, something that I've been wondering about this movie and I've been wanting to get opinions on this is, so obviously like when a child drinks this, do and they can suck the soul or the life force out of the child does it just have to do with their age or what if the child like you know is like a terminal illness or <laughs> like well, is gonna like die like young or you know like like does it just get sad or like they only get like a, one year out of the kid's life and it's like oh oh this has got so, depressing the kid wow. has leukemia and they say suck on this bitch <laughs> <laughs> Why does, leuke- why does leukemia keep coming up in this on our podcast? Wasn't her name Danny too? No, no it was Libby. Libby. No, no it was Tibby. No, yeah, it was that Tibby. was the girl that was friends with TJ. We called her TJ. That's right. She should be in this movie. With leukemia. They're in the same universe. Sisterhood of the Traveling Witches. That. <laughs> that would be weird. Witcherhood. No, that's a great question. I think yeah. it stands that that would probably negatively affect them, which is why... They are brewing so much and trying to lure all the kids there so that they can They're stockpiling their time forever and not just rely on on just the one. Yeah. My husband a while back when we watched this movie presented the idea of like, why isn't why don't they just take out a whole ward of geriatrics instead of like one kid? Like, wouldn't that just be just be easier? <laughs> I don't know. Geriatrics won't run. Because sick kids taste bad. <laughs> sick kids taste bad? Sick, sick old people taste old people taste geriatrics bad. geriatrics taste bad not pediatrics not pediatrics <laughs> oh. not cutting Uh-oh. this part well maybe it works in the same way of a death note if when you kill someone you gain the rest of the life they were supposed to have so that's why they go for kids because they have more potential life we were just going on and on about geriatrics versus pediatrics so <laughs> which ones are tastier <laughs> well, obviously the children They're in like order veal. to save danny Max takes the potion and drinks it himself so that Winifred has no choice but to take Max. And this is the one <laughs> saving factor I see in Max because I he is a whiny little bitch through most of the movie. He finally does something that I can get behind. Doesn't he offer himself to them? Yes, that he yeah. takes the vial and That's drinks right. it so that they, they have had to, to go. It has him. to be him. They can't get yeah. Danny now. Well, to Winifred, she seemed to be pretty much like 
okay, I'm just going to take this kid and F my sisters. So she kind of turned on her sisters immediately. Well, when she says giving up your life for thy sister, something about being an idiot or something foolish mm-hmm. or something like that. Pretty yeah. much saying a big F you to her sisters. She would never do that. Why didn't he just like pee in the vial? I never pee in the Giving thy life for thy sisters. Something foolish. I'll look up. That's fucking brilliant. What a bitch. Point of order. Why does he catch the vial? Yeah, just let it drop. Let it break. They don't threaten to kill Danny until after he has the vial. That's he true. He could have just not caught. So I guess two mistakes they made. Because there's even a point where he like flips it, like flips the top off, yeah. and then they're like, mm-hmm. no, yeah, like, pulled, like you have them too. in your power. Yeah. Last thing you need to do is drink this shit. Just yeah. pour it on the ground. Yeah. Well, wasn't she holding like Danny up in the air? Like mm-hmm. that was the only time. Like, um, when, so he yeah. she could have dropped Danny and you know broken her body on the tombstones below. So. Which would have been justified. Because <laughs> she's a sociopath. <laughs> and a liability at this point. <laughs> it's for the greater good. <laughs> Think of how many people <laughs> the they would have saved if they just dropped her on the ground. She was going to be a killer in the future. <laughs> she was Phyllis Shafley as a child. That'd be a whole other movie if he was just like, hey, remember when you threw me under the bus with her yabos? <laughs> <laughs> This is a bitch. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> so then the sun rises as Winifred is about to finish off draining Max's essence from him. The stuff. I love that the other sisters explode first, and then Winifred turns into a statue and then explodes. Yeah, because she had more child life in her. Oh, because she I just sucked I just some made of his that essence. Up. Yeah. So she, she is had Max more- going to die young? Hopefully. <laughs> we have to establish some type of measurement of how much souls you have or like how much like life per soul you get you gotta look at it like a glass half full kind of thing oh, sure One sure second. sure let me get my chalkboard and i'll start writing down the numbers <laughs> but, well, we have to get a, like, a, unit, a standard unit of measurement or a description uh, for like one soul equals blank um kind of like how 750 of anything now is called a trumple <laughs> i i would say we can call them epstinos Oh, God. <laughs> okay. No comment. <laughs> Goodness. It's a spooky episode. <laughs> Nine year old non virgins. <laughs> so, with the witch is gone, Max, Danny, and Allison say goodbye to Billy Butcherson as he returns himself to the grave. Thackeray Banks finally dies. Dude, he had the best ending. (laughs) Frees his soul, appearing as a spectral, thanks Max, Danny, and Allison for their help, and bids farewell to them before re-entering the spirit world and reuniting with his sister, Emily. I thought it was the chalk zone he went to. Who immediately started yelling at him. (laughs) Where have you been all this time? (laughs) And he gets one more, he kind of gets one more jab at Max, if you think about it. Because he's like, I had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light the candle. (laughs) (laughs) And delivery again, it's a virgin. (laughs) Bitch. And Emily's just like, oh, that's so funny, a virgin. <laughs> she like she doesn't react to that. Like, what's a virgin? Like, I know she has like no reaction. Here in the afterlife, her dad won't shut the fuck up about where's his son. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go to the spirit world. Bye, pussy bitch. Assumed <laughs> that Thackeray was around the same age as Max. I did too. Okay. I thought that was supposed if to be the link, and then the, the case. The so you sh- you ship them too to about the same too. Maybe. So okay. Hold on. That's the case. 1693, 15 years old, 
not married because he's living with his family, I would guess he is also a virgin. So if he's judging Max, he fucked as a cat. Oh, yeah, 100%. Are you going to go 300 years yeah, and not get fuck it other wet? Cats? Like, why not? He fucked what he wanted to. That's a- <laughs> well, that's how Danny lost her virginity. Whoa! Dang! Well, I mean, she didn't take the corks. Oh, no, that's a Oh, my God. I know too many random oh, The cat it. penis detaches and crawls inside that's your right. brain. Yep. So every episode, I feel like there's something that's going to get us canceled. On average out of 10, how many of those are probably solely me? 100%. Oh, Oh. You do have enough that you haven't put in episodes that could ruin the fuck out of me. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm just stockpiling them away. I mean, he does tell Danny that he says he's always going to be with her. Mm-hmm. Like, why? Well, yeah, <laughs> because she that. gave him a very special part. That's just. <laughs> I'm sorry. We see the exhausted party goers. All the adults still at the party. Post coitus, sweaty as fuck. Are just lumbering out of the party, exhausted from dancing so much. I danced at your wedding for like an hour total and wanted to die the next day. There you go. They're freeing out from the broken spell and return home, oblivious to the enchantment. Meanwhile, at the Sanderson's cottage, Jay and Ice... The two bullies from earlier are still hanging in cages. Oh, they died. Yeah, they died. I was going to say they died because, I mean, look at how much cobwebs built up before somebody even like went in there. Yeah, they're going to die. Can can the sequel literally just be a panning shot of the museum and just having their skeletons in there? Like, they're dead. (laughs) Everybody thinks it's decorations. (laughs) Uh, And they're singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat. In round, round, which is beautiful. And then the film ends with Winnie's spell book opening its eye, revealing it is still alive and the witches could possibly return again. Does anybody have anything on the end? No? I just have that's not how ghosts work. Because Bing's held Danny's hand. You turned solid for him. Yeah. that. Yeah. What if I told you I've been a ghost this whole time? Um, <laughs> where'd Alex go? We're going to run through and we're going to rate this film as a chick flick. Before we do that, we want to understand when someone says chick flick... What's the first film that pops into your head? For me, it's Bridget Jones. Solid choice. Yeah. Bridget Jones would definitely be one of the uh, top lists. But I remember seeing a movie with one of my friends where I kind of came to realize that I am definitely not a chick flicks person, but I can't remember <laughs> the goddamn name of the movie. <laughs> Do you remember who was in it? It was about. I mean, it goes with what my definition of a chick flicks movie is, which is. Yeah, let's dive to that. What are your must haves for a chick flick? Well, there has to be a romantic interest that um, is trying to be fulfilled. Um, unrealistic expectations of love and romance <laughs> and of course they have to end up together at the end and it has it's usually a girl and a guy there's there's no there's no same sex thing happening at all unless it's like the gay best friend or something and that's all they can have and they can't have a partner clearly because that's against the rules i clearly have a negative view of this <laughs> yeah no absolutely yeah there needs to be like a revitalization of chick flick but anywho yeah no you're you're right okay linda what about you what are your must-haves for a chick flick it was kind of hard for me to think about it because i i, I have a different definition now than what i used to have when i i think about like the traditional chick flick i think of a uh, female lead romance or friendship is the focus of the story okay. and it has to have a misunderstanding or a makeover oh okay yeah does okay. the makeover have to be in montage form? Preferably. Preferably. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe there's a Great fantasy. 
difference. <laughs> awesome. Okay. And so if you had to pick your favorite chick flick, Bridget Jones might pop to head, but that might not be your favorite. So if you were to apply that definition to movies, then what would you pick as your go-to? Jane, do you have one? I do have a favorite chick flick, even though I hate most of them. I love the movie Ever After with uh, Drew oh, Barrymore. Great movie. Yes. That Never is seen one of my f- and with Angelica Houston, because everything about I that, like her. Angelica Houston is such a great villain. So um, and she she kind of embodies what I always imagined the stepmother to be when she literally calls Danielle, yeah. the Cinderella character, a pebble in her shoe. And that's mm-hmm. so harsh. And of course, like Danielle herself, Drew Barrymore's character is like a self-rescuer. So like, oh, yeah, I can get behind this. Like, this is perfectly fine. That's like the one chick flick I can sit down and watch and just be okay and just be happy watching. That's a great answer. Uh, Linda, what about you? You know, at first I was thinking of Moulin Rouge because I just watched it. Yo, that's my shit. (laughs) Fucking love it. I just made my husband watch it last week. Ewan McGregor is fucking amazing. Ewan, Ewan McDonald. Thank you. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> well, if you to do a duet with Elephant Medley, got you. Or a trio, apparently, because you'll raise your hand. Those used to be my audition songs. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing out of the podcast? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so you had to make your husband watch it, and my husband has to make me watch it. Yeah. Rachel likes, likes chick flicks, does not like musicals. I love music. I Excuse me? You don't like musicals. I like musicals. No, okay. You like I like Moulin Rouge. Okay. But so- I can, it's one of those where, it just it's it gets weird. Have, well, okay, it's Boz Lerman. Of course, it gets weird. I don't know who that is. If you like musicals, what's the best song from Chicago? There's only one answer. Cell Block Tango. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> so Moulin Rouge. Yeah, no, that's absolutely good. What what about I it? Like, I have to say that like I thought about it, but then I I realized like no, I have to go with one of my favorite movies of all time, which is Heather's. Oh, oh I love Heather. Okay, the fuck's a oh, Heather's. Oh, also a, a musical. Uh, well, the the movie's it, not, it is, is it? No, no. The, no. They made a I saw Wicked once. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was, I really enjoyed it. Oh, it's a great show. Yeah, I, I went opening night, theater. center balcony seats. Nice. Yeah. Um, oh, when they came to Peoria. Yeah. yeah. Uh, funny story. If you got time, go for it. Uh, fucking. Uh, well, you know how I actually met all of you, the girl I was dating. Yeah. Um, she was like, eh, I really want to go see Wicked, but no one will ever take me. And I'm just like, Don't worry, babe. There ever comes a town. We're going opening night, center seats in a balcony. Three months later, they announce that they're fucking coming. I'm like, mother. <laughs> so I go in like a fucking pouty little fucking child. Like, oh, man, I can't. I gotta fulfill this promise, or right. else I'm a dickhead. I just can't believe I put myself in this situation. And I walked out with the biggest fucking grin on my face because i loved it oh um, so good ain't no rest for the wicked man <laughs> anyhow talk to we digress okay so let's heathers when i was talking about heathers heathers please yeah it's one of my favorite movies of all time and uh it's it, it's original it's funny and it tackles both the very real revenge fantasies that we all have as teens and uh, it, it tackles the topic of bullying in an awesome, relatable way. And plus, uh, Christian Slater. Right. You can't go wrong with Christian Slater. Period. That's it. That's all you that's need a- <laughs> I prefer Muslim Slater. Oh, my God. He looks more like Aladdin. That's more like my type. You're fired. <laughs> Oh, boy. Now we're going to take those and try to apply it to this film. Before we really get to it, I want to know if everyone had to pick one favorite character, who would it be? Alex, we'll start with you. Sarah Jessica Parker, next. 
<laughs> as a character or as a human being? <laughs> uh, as a human being? Oh, okay. as a human being, Bette, Bette Midler. Okay. Character, Sarah Parker. The devil. Okay. He's my favorite character. Rachel? Um, mine is a tie between Mary and, and Winifred. I like Mary because she just, I feel like she just doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And then Winifred because she's a savage. Yeah. I'm going to say Danny. Danny is my favorite character. Very close second. Also because she's a savage. And I think you're right. After analyzing it, she is probably a sociopath, but I just <laughs> love it. I love the burn and the shade that she throws. Well, I imagine she's that type of girl that goes to the pet store to eat the gerbils and run out. <laughs> Cheap date. Linda, how about you? Well, you guys are kind of turning me around to uh, to Danny, but honestly, I got to stay Billy. Dick and Billy. Yeah. Jane? I mean, I gotta, I gotta stick with Winifred, you know, or Bette Midler in this case, because goddamn it, I, I love Bette Midler <laughs> and I love her in this role. <laughs> I don't think there's a role I haven't loved her in. So a fun one I wanted to do is fuck Mary Kill of the Sanderson sisters. Krista, I want to start with you. Fuck Sarah, Mary, Winnie, kill Mary. Oh, very sadly. Okay, Rachel. <clears throat> Same. Oh. Okay. What? We're killing Mary. Okay. Well, uh, I'm not going to kill Winifred. Fair enough. And you can't kill Sarah. She's hot as fuck. No, she's the only effable one. I'm because I can fuck her. Okay. No, I'm um, I'm fuck Sarah, kill Winifred, and marry Mary only because a, I'm looking at this as a practical thing. I do not want to be married to Sarah. She'd probably piss piss me off, but I don't want to kill her because she's hot. Um, <laughs> Uh, kill Winifred because I know she's probably going to fucking kill me when I'm sleeping. But Mary seems actually nice. She actually seems like, like oh, you know, like, you know, we could both like open up a B&B together. We can make cookies, you know. She'll always know when like her children around and stuff. Like she'll always be able to find our children. You know, I can see myself having a life with her. There you go. Linda? You know, I wanted to say Sarah immediately, but then I realized I'm afraid of her torturing me in a non-BDSM, fun, sexy sort of way. (laughs) (laughs) I I, want to know what she does when she hangs guys from hooks. I have to go also because I'm worried that if I sleep with Winifred, then she'll get too attached and curse me when I marry one of her sisters. So Mm. uh, even though I'd rather marry her, I'm going to bang Mary. And uh, she'd probably be a gentle lover anyway. Um, <laughs> I mean, when she writes that vacuum, yeah, probably. At least a generous lover. The bag was still able yes. to blow up. You know, like it didn't like collapse between b- between her thighs. Right. But uh, I'm going to marry Sarah and we'll have lots of fun times and do some weird sex shit to guys. And uh, I'm going to kill Winifred because I don't trust her. And Krista's going to be watching that porn. Yes, so. please. <laughs> All right, so I'm um, I'm gonna kill Bette Midler because I would not like to marry her nor fuck her because growing up I recognized very early she looked a lot like my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, Susie. <laughs> God, you're making me kill fucking Bette Midler. Anyway, what's the vacuum witch's yeah. name? Mary. Fuck 100%. You'd fuck Mary? Oh, absolutely. All right. (laughs) Well, the the vacuum scene is actually an allegory of how good she sucks. Okay. (laughs) And Mary SJP and ride that horse in the sunset, baby. Ow. (laughs) All right. Because she looks like a horse. Yes, I know. (laughs) That's the joke. Give her carrots at the end of the day and everything will be happy. 
brush her down, make sure there's a salt lick ready. I actually do have a salt lick ready out here. <laughs> she wasn't talking about your penis. <laughs> I'm talking about my deer and the penis. <laughs> I would fuck Mary kill Sarah Jessica Parker. You monster. I don't I don't think I don't trust her. I don't I don't know what she's gonna do, and I don't think I could get out of it. You're gonna trust and, one of them though? And, and I would marry Winifred simply because I'm loyal as shit and her and I would rule the fucking world. Excuse as, me? As long- no. <laughs> she, she would She's rule the world. Like you. you would be the bitch. Okay, let's be fair. Winifred would not let you be a partner in this. And I am okay with that. She can let me rule the mortals. She'll delegate power. You think she'll be satisfied with just delegation roles? No. That's why the world domination comes. She's never going to be satisfied. She'll never be satisfied. <laughs> You thought about this. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> we were also talking about recast. I want the original Skylar sisters as these witches. I would watch yes. that movie. Okay. Thank you. I would watch the next question is if we were to do a recast modern day, just looking at the primary actors, you know, who would you see or who would you like to see doing these roles? Great lead in. And I would agree. That would be very good. I put a spell on you. Gave me such a Skylar sister vibe. Okay. I'm here for it. Uh, let's start with Linda on this one. For Max, I'm going to I'm going to replace him with Daphne Keen from Logan and um okay. what was it Golden Compass? Binks, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to recast Eddie Furlong because he really fucking needs it, you guys. <laughs> he really needs it. <laughs> Let's support him. Allison, I'm going to put uh Keiko Agina. I don't know if I'm saying that right, pronouncing that right, but uh she's Lane from Gilmore Girls. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as as Danny, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, Jane. I'm replacing Danny with Danny DeVito. Uh, yes. <laughs> hey, yeah, virgin, fuck like that candle. <laughs> he likes your yabos. <laughs> Sarah, I have Rachel True from uh from the craft. Okay. Love her. As Mary, I was going to say, um, oh God, why can't I think of her name right now? Um oh, from uh uh Bridesmaids and I knew that's what you were gonna say. Melissa McCarthy. Yep. Yes, I was yeah. gonna say Melissa Suki McCarthy, but I, yes, yeah, Suki. I, I know that in one of these episodes that I listened to, before, <laughs> you guys had an issue with her being typecast. So I'm going to go with Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, that would she, be fun. Yeah, that would be awesome. And uh, Winifred, obviously, Nicolas Cage. I mean, obviously. Oh, <laughs> I just got stuck. I love it. I'm going to ride this vacuum to kiss with those kids. Of independence. How did the candle get burned? <laughs> Not the sun. <laughs> Jane, how about you? Honestly, I had a really hard time with this because I was trying to actually at first take it very seriously. And I was chatting with Linda back and forth. We're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know child actors or actresses. And I only watch old movies now and they're all dead. <laughs> so in the end, I think I just texted to her. Can I just cast the entire cast as Supernatural? Because that's the only show I'm up to date on. <laughs> Unless you want an anime. I can probably do an anime. That is totally fine. And actually, if you wanted to throw an anime out there, I'm sure we some Did- of us can. I'll make sure that. I'll judge you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> 
Okay, so Danny will be Miyaka from Fushigi Yuki. <laughs> no, Chibiusa from Sailor Moon. Let's see here. Let, we need to get Levi from Attack on Titan in there somewhere. He's Billy. He's got to be fucking Billy. <laughs> I I get, if I can name out animes all day, yeah, I'm good with characters. Then. It's like just pretend they're fictional characters. But can they be Goku? No, no none of them could be Goku. None of them can be Goku. <laughs> Saitama can be Goku. <laughs> Okay, how about Satan can be Goku? <laughs> oh, yes. Ooh, Piccolo yes. can be the bus driver because he got his driver's license about one episode. <laughs> go back to sleep, go on. <laughs> Rachel. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, Amy Schumer needs to be one of the sisters. Ooh. That's about. That's yeah. that's like, is that going to make Chuck Schumer the devil? You know, like in real life? <laughs> yes. Alex? <clears throat> Imagine a world where Michael Eisner fucked Disney into the ground so hard that they weren't the, a company that were buying up all the intellectual properties. Instead, in their place, it is E Entertainment Network. Oh, oh no. They, no, you're they not buy about the to say what I think you're Hocus saying. Pocus, <laughs> and now you have a very Kardashian Hocus Pocus. I'd, I'd watch I fucking it. hate you right now. <laughs> Bette Midler, Kim K. No. no well, yeah. No. Had to be. No, it would have no, to be. No, Caitlin. Kanye can be the cat. No. What? Yes. No. Can we just bury the Kardashians in the t- in the entertainment history and let them go? <laughs> Do not give them work. But I'm not giving them. This is Michael Eisner here to him in a darker timeline than we are in now. There's Remember, no such thing. It can be worse. Okay. In all my worlds, we're killing Michael Eisner then. <laughs> But no, here's the thing. Kanye never did any voice acting for this fucking cat. They're just taking clips of his fucking crazy ass rants and just oh, dubbing them into whatever situation they're in. Just like, hey, cat, what do we got to do to kill these witches? He's like, yo, did you know Harry Tubman wasn't a freedom fighter at all? He just sold slaves <laughs> to the Northerners. Every new mother gets a million dollars. Let's see here. Any other characters? That- I know you really want to cut me off, but I'm really going to this uh, E Entertainment. That's about all I got. Okay. Uh, <laughs> random NBA players can play random side characters. Like the bullies can be the NBA players that the Kardashian girls have dated. Alternatively, remake it, but don't recast anybody. The entire original cast shot for shot. 30 years older. Shot for shot. Same costume. Still a version. <laughs> it's so much funnier when he's not 15. It's I'm also funnier when his non-eight-year-old sister is making fun of him for it. Yeah. For my recast, only thing I focused on were the sisters, and I wanted the sisters to be Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and Harold Ramis. Oh, my God. I was totally thinking Bill Murray, too, before. Chick <laughs> Jane and Linda, what's your most quotable line or your favorite quote from this movie? I mean, it's always like, what a glorious morning. Makes me sick. Rachel says it at least twice a week. <laughs> every time you I feel about every morning. The morning. <laughs> I particularly like, this is ice. Pointing <laughs> at the back of his head. But also, um, this will teach you to call people ugly. Open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I've said that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, is this a chick flick? Why or why not? I, I'm going to say not in the traditional sense because it's not about romance or friendship, and the protagonist isn't a chick. Yeah, and I'm going to say no. It's a it's a kids movie. It's a kids movie that can entertain adults because it still entertains me. I I think I wrote down said if this were to be considered a chick flick, um, based on my definition of chick flicks, then Goonies is a chick flick. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Is there romance in Goonies? Yeah. 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 <laughs> the older brother and Sloth. The, <laughs> yeah. And the cheerleader. I can't think of oh, her right, name. Right, right. But okay. then she, the cheerleader kisses the younger brother with braces. And anyways. Mm-hmm. That's another I one guess. of the movies that we actually put on all the time. And but I, I usually fall asleep like halfway. I've you, seen it so I've, many times. I've never just, seen Goonies from start to finish, but I know I've watched the movie at least twenty fucking times. Right. Based it's on good. Yeah, it's all right. How about you guys? Is it a chick flick, yes or no? No. Why? Not. <laughs> <laughs> because and I I've talked about it. This movie, the narrative does not explore anything about what it is like to be a woman. Like it is a movie about Halloween and boy virgins. <laughs> <laughs> and boy virgins, okay. What you, uh, you can't have a movie about trying to steal a boy's virginity, a chick flick? No. Yes. Is it a chick flick? No. Absolutely not. It's a Disney movie that is for little kids. It's for there's little no, kids. There's no, I mean, there's Minus romance the between child murder well, yes. and the lighting people on fire. <laughs> cats getting hit by cars. Running over cats. It's for we kids. We all turned out fine. It was made sure. for kids. I watched it when I was a child. All right. Well, I have two answers to that. As me, no, I don't think it's a chick flick. Mainly just because it doesn't really fit any of the stereotypes or prerogatives for what most people think chick flicks are. Also, lack of eating ice cream and cookie dough right from the fucking tub. Sure. Um, if I was a 1950s American man whose wife worked at home, I would have called this a chick flick because it subliminally tells women your place is on that vacuum. <laughs> You're fired. Fire the 1950s me. He had that thought. <laughs> Regardless no. of the Calm fact. Calm down, girl. Just go make, make a cake. That they. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's going to hit the fuck out of With me. Poison I it. Yeah, I, think I just heard your murder from all the way over here in the future. <laughs> I, think I heard your dick ripped off. <laughs> I came in thinking that I would be able to defend this as a chick flick, but a low end chick flick. I can't. Because it's the best one of all time. The romantic piece is there. <laughs> they try establishing that on the front end. Because without that connection between Max and Allison, none of this would have happened. That relationship piece, that him not wanting to be a virgin or whatever, was the catalyst for all of this taking place. But the relationship was no longer a focal point. Like That seemed like it was going to be on the front end, and then all of a sudden it sort of died. They were just in survival mode at that point. And then they were in cuddle Mm -hmm. mode. But again, they didn't show any lead up to it. It was just... Oh, they're waking up from having fallen asleep, and you're like, "Wait, what?" Because they're 15. Sure, that's as deep as love gets when you're 15. And it's fine. that's as deep as Mickey allows it to happen, I Ew. guess. So I don't look at Max as the lead. I look at Max being more of a plot device. I see the Sanderson sisters being the leads. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. So in my mind, I took it as a female lead still, uh, because I am much more entertained and drawn in by their camera presence than by the other characters. Well, they're even in the movie before Max's. Exactly. And not just that, but Max is replaceable. Like you just said, the boys are supposed to be the same age. Their sisters are supposed to be at this, about the same age. It's the idea that they aren't anything special. That is a regular thing that happens all the time. What, ghosts just fucking coming out of cats? And sure, exactly. Shaking your <laughs> but, hand. but just the idea that they could easily be replaced by another set of brother and sister. And so in my mind, I didn't take them as the primaries. I was always looking at it through the Sanderson sisters. And in that regard, I, it was sisterhood. And that uh, that's what I was coming in thinking. But after talking through it, I'm like, I can't call it a chick flick based yeah, on what we've good. discussed through the last season and a half now. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. 
So this is unanimous, I guess, that all of us are saying. We can't no. even publish this episode now. It's not even a fucking chick flick. We wasted all the time. So as a chick flick, what would you rate this then? So if I'm saying it's not, a, I think there are some aspects of chick flick in it. So I'm going to at least give it some points. I'd give it like a three just because not only does it have a female lead, it has a female entourage as a whole lead. Okay. That all play mm-hmm. off each other very well and are all dependent on each other. So three, one for each of yeah, the entourage. Sure. Okay. I didn't even think about it that way, but sure. I'm willing to give it a few points as well because every millennial woman I know in some way identifies with this movie. It shaped a generation of women. Okay. And look how fucked we are, so what, Chris. Yeah. Wait, I need points. <laughs> give me something. Three. Okay. Three is a good number. I was going to say two. Okay. Just because, like Krista said, it is. I feel like girls are going to watch it more than guys are mm-hmm. and connect with the Sanderson sisters in some kind of fashion. Yeah. Linda, Jane? I'm going to say three as well. The main thing for me is that it taught me that siren song, which I used to find my husband. Oh. Mm. We need that story. (laughs) Way to bury the lead. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Jane, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to stick with two. The sisterhood's one thing, but even then they're kind of not great sisters. You know, if you think of all what Winifred did at the end, she's like, yeah, fuck these bitches. You're mine, kid. (laughs) Which sounds wrong when it comes out of my mouth just now, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a three and a half. One for each sister and a half for Danny because yeah. she pretended to be a witch and was my favorite character. Um, <laughs> also, sisterhood because, I mean, as a younger sister, she was spot on. Just kind of throwing her under, older brother under the bus and torturing him and um, being okay. savage as fuck. It reminds me of my sister. And then the okay. last thing we had was would you, would you suggest this film in general, not just as a chick flick? 100% yes from my perspective. Alex? I always like scroll like back when live TV was a thing. But I'm like just scrolling through and Hocus Pocus, and I'm like, oh fuck yeah, Hocus Pocus. There Halfway through, don't give a fuck. I can I can pick it up. Okay, it's good shit. Some good shit there. I don't recommend it. I require it. <laughs> nice <laughs> well Nazi. Done. Well done, movie Nazi. One hundred and seventy-five percent. Just had to triple recommend. Up, you know? yeah. I will kill you <laughs> if you don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and our guests, would you recommend it? Oh yeah, Jane? hell yeah. Everybody should watch it. Required viewing for like all children and five and up. My, if my son can get through it, you, your kids can get through it. Even the cat killing part. <laughs> He's stronger for it now. That's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to kick me out. Um, <laughs> no, I would not. Uh, not to an adult, uh, unless they love kids' movies. I, I mean, I, I'm i one of the, the people that saw this as an adult, not as a kid. And I think that really kind of messed up my my view of it. I don't have that nostalgia factor. The innocence that came with the first viewing. Yeah. Yeah, because you yeah. have to watch it as a virgin to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh. Awesome. Okay. That kind of wraps it up for us then. Uh ladies, do you have you know your show to plug, any new episodes coming up? Uh tell us what you're doing. Yeah, we're uh we're with Bed Nubs and Broom Flicks. You can find us on uh, just about any platform there is we're about to cover let's see we watched uh the craft covered that recently uh jane shared a story about uh, a kitsune uh kitsune is that how you say it story kitsune kitsune Kitsune. (laughs) 
Kitsune. Yeah, I mean, you it's can talk more about from that. Sonic. It is. Yeah. yeah. Two tails can fly. Hey, oh, that makes sense now. Um, and we've been covering this uh, book series called uh, Throne of Glass. We're getting back to that soon. And uh, we are hitting up our one year anniversary slash Halloween episodes soon. So that ought to be fun. My other shows are Cage's Kiss uh, about Nicolas Cage. On there, as you guys, I'm sure can attest to, uh, we are not Nick Cage apologists. <laughs> and we will call him out for his crap we have no problem with that also i'm in the golden girls podcast when girls were golden nice yeah jane's plugs are much easier <laughs> ben Oz and broom flicks someday i'll finish editing this book and also um i like to pet cats <laughs> nice there we go social media wise i assume that they can find you just about anywhere as well twitter facebook instagram yeah you can find us at uh, Broomflix. That's B R O O M F L I C K S. So it's got uh, licks at the end. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Do you guys have anything to plug? Uh, if you want to check out my podcast, Chick Flicks with Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> good shit. Oh, yeah, they're good. <laughs> oh, we're the best. <laughs> Krista? Go vote. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Everybody. This will come out for Halloween. Yes. Ooh. Fucking vote. I already did by mail. It was rejected. What? Yeah. What? It was rejected. I had to go prove my identity to the election board. Is it because you just moved here and all that? No. Crap, no. 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 Uh, my uh, signature doesn't match my original signature from when I originally um, registered uh, in 2007, which only proves. Did actually hey, check that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It looks like it's not so easy to commit voter fraud. Oh, who'd have thunk it? <laughs> 100% go vote. Uh, the last Minnesota, I started out just talking about going to vote. So how you can do it. Lots of different resources. Check out our link tree, all that good stuff. Oh, and make sure you're registered. Yes. Vote.org. Yes. You can mm-hmm. check to see if you're registered. If not, they'll walk you through how to do it. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, uh, big thanks to our guests for joining us on this episode of Chick Flicks with Dicks, taking on Hocus Pocus. I had a great time. I hope you guys did too. We will talk at you soon. Later. Stay safe, stay clean, and I love you. That was juicy. You like that I was, oh. I was looking at you when yeah, I said the that? the whole yeah. time. I thought, okay. There was too much eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for checking out this year's Halloween Spooptacular. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording. Don't forget, hit that subscribe button, drop us a five-star rating, and make sure you're sharing us with anybody that you know. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for regular updates. This has been your host, Zach Stein, saying get your ass out and vote and happy Halloween. <laughs>